Off the ball, rugby. I know what's going on with this co-coaching malarkey. I just can't. Co-captaincy stuff, co-coaches, go away with the co-stuff. That can't happen. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Off the ball daily. Well, I'm delighted to be joined now by former Clare football and Camogie star and two-time Premiership winner in the AFLW, Ailish Considine. Ailish, first of all, thank you so much for jumping on. How is things? Good, yeah. Adjusting back to the, the cold climate of Ireland since I've been home for Christmas. So uh, I'm, I've constantly been cold. So, uh, it's, but it's nice to be home and change scenery for now. Yeah, I would say it's a totally different life in Australia, I would imagine. Mm, it sure it sure is longer days warmer weather and it actually makes it easy to go out and do a pre-season um, somewhat because you know it's going to be dry and sunny and kind of warm all the time whereas here you have to go out in either the darkness or the rain or the snow or the cold or the ice or whatever it is so it's been a bit of an adjustment period I think for now yeah you do hear like it's hard for even say people that haven't lived away um, you know to get through the the Irish winter is hard enough with the dark mm. evenings but I'd say for yourself that you're so used to the sunny days and getting up early and out in the sunshine and all of that it must be quite difficult and strange to try and get back to that it is because like when I left Melbourne it was um, it was bright at 5am and it wasn't dark until 8.30pm and then I've come back to home and it's dark until around 9am and it's getting dark at half four so like the day just cuts so short and it's like trying to find a window to, to actually do some exercise outside around and while it's dry and trying to find a dry patch in the day it's kind of it's like all these barriers that you kind of forget that are there like to make you go out and train on your own is like you just forget about them in Australia because you just have the choice of the day and everything so it's kind of it's a big uh, it's a big hit when you kind of go from you know midwinter and, and like when you come to midwinter from like hitting into the summer over there. So picked a bad time to come home really, to be honest. I'm missing all the best weather out in Melbourne. Well, hopefully the, the dark evenings are coming to an end soon here. That's what I hope anyway. <laughs> well, firstly, um, how would you sum up your, your AFLW journey? A roller coaster for sure. Um, it was mad, really. When I signed in 2019 or in the 2018 with, with Adelaide, it was the biggest shock of my life. Like I really didn't expect to even get picked up by a team. I went over to Melbourne um, with the cross for that trials for a week and I was expecting that to be my Australia bucket list ticked off that I made it to the country and then was going to come home again and forever play with Claire for the rest of my days. But luckily enough, Adelaide took a, a major chance on me then and the rest just ended up in history, really. Like I, I didn't expect it to play a single game, not to talk about play five seasons with Adelaide and win premierships. So it was an absolute roller coaster. And like, of course there was highs and lows. Like with sport there is like the you know, between injury and not making the team and missing out and and then been a last minute call up for a final. It's kind of all these kind of things that I had with Adelaide for sure. I had lots of different experiences with Adelaide and then with North and to get that lifeline to get a second chance at it. You know, it was incredible when I had pretty much written off my chances of going back to Australia and getting to experience a new city and a new way of living was was really, really cool. And it, it was a great experience. And even though it was short-lived at North Melbourne, you know, it was a nice way to finish out my career and, you know, um, I guess end my career on my terms, which is something that sports people don't always get to do. Um, and I know well, like from seeing friends and, and 
my sister even, you know, injuries kind of get in the way at times when you kind of want to finish out something. And so I think North was able to give me that opportunity, which I'll be forever grateful for. Yeah. And what a career, like signed for the Adelaide Pros in 2019. You became the first Irish woman to win an AFLW Premiership later that year. And then you won your second then in 2022. So can I bring you back to winning that first premiership? As I said, never yeah. been done by an Irish female before. That must have been so surreal. Oh, it was unbelievable. And like even when I look back and compare like all of the grand finals that I've been lucky enough to be part of, that, that 2019 one is special. Like that one holds a massive, you know, memory in, in my head and my heart. It's it's something that's really close to me because it was just also unknown and it was just such a dream. Like the fact that I, I got to play professional sport and be paid, even though at the time it wasn't great payment, if, like if I wasn't in for the money, but just that opportunity to travel and Adelaide really wrapped their arms around me and brought me into their little family and I felt so part of it. And then my family flew over for the weekend, which was madness, um, to be there for the final. And it was just, it was just a dream. Like to win then so comprehensively, and to, to score a goal in front in front of 53,000 people, a packed out stadium at Adelaide Oval, and to be able to just enjoy the moment because we were ahead by so much. Like we, we pretty much had the game won at halftime, which made it kind of easy to enjoy, you know, the atmosphere that was there and appreciate the moment. Because I remember I was on the interchange just about to come on, me and Hannah Button, we were, we were waiting for our, our rotation. And we just looked up and they announced the, the attendance and it was packed out. And at that stage, we hadn't actually noticed. We didn't realise. And we just had that moment where we could look around the entire stadium and see that it was full everywhere. And then obviously straight, straight behind me was the green, white and gold because um, that's where my parents, were, that's where my family and stuff were sitting. So I could like to see a full stadium, see an Irish flag and just like knowing at that stage that you're going to win. It's just unbelievable. It's it's one of my best memories of sport. Like I've, I've had a few like here with football and stuff but and camogie, but that one just... It's just something that you couldn't even dream of. Do you know what I mean? Like as a as a young girl, you dream of playing in a football park with not Ireland for Clare or whatever. Um, but that's just a dream that I never had, that I never knew I wanted until it came through. And it was just, it was absolutely incredible. Well, I have goosebumps thinking of that. <laughs> you get emotional because, yeah, like you said, almost like it, it wasn't possible. You felt like that, to have something like that for yourself, to have that experience that that wasn't possible for you to have. So it just felt like you were living a dream. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. So when you, you think of the club and obviously winning the the two premierships, it must've been very difficult then to flip that and have to, to leave and step away. What was it like to leave the club? It was hard in, in, in circumstances, I suppose as well. It was kind of a lot of it felt out of my control, which was, it's hard to leave a club that really felt like your family and like those girls, like there was very little change within the squad with Adelaide. So like I knew those girls inside out. Some of them were my best friends, still are my best friends and Adelaide became home in a, in a second way for me. So it was, it was really difficult to leave. And I think the injury just kind of just made things difficult because it was just bad time. And it was, it wasn't a great hamstring injury to be fair, but it was just terrible timing when it happened. And it's professional sport and at the end of the day if you can't prove yourself on the field you, there's only so much you can do off field to try and regain a, a contract and unfortunately you know I just couldn't couldn't get back out there in time to to plead my case um, on field so unfortunately ended up ended up getting delisted from Adelaide which was which was really hard and like because I, I loved 
I wanted to continue to play and I loved being part of the club but that's sport and that's that's the laws of sport sometimes and then I came home and it was kind of all not knowing what's happening and then out of nowhere when I was in New York playing for Nafina outside um, playing football I got this random phone call and within a week um, I had I had done some hamstring testing down in Soho in New York and pretty much signed the contract in in the airport on the way back. It changed all my flights to get home for a couple of days to unpack and repack and head off to North Melbourne, which was just an absolute whirlwind. Didn't even think about it until I was on the plane well and truly across to Melbourne because it was just, it all happened so quickly and I had so much to organise and do. And, um, but yeah, North was North are a great club and people kind of ask me like, well, what's the differences between North and Adelaide? I was like, there's actually not that many, which I mean, it's a great sign for North because obviously Adelaide have been well and truly known in the competition to be one of the best teams in the last six, seven years. So for that, I mean, it just shows the calibre of, of players and the club that they have there as well. And obviously making the grand final um, last season too, you know, it, you know but my genuinely when we played Adelaide at Norwood in, in round um, I think it was round eight um, Norwood was where I played my first game in Adelaide my first ever AFW game and it was packed out Norwood so like full of Adelaide Crows fans and I was there in my blue North Melbourne kit with the North Melbourne team and I wasn't playing because I had I had changed my hamstring just the week before Um but my my heart was going for Adelaide and my head was going for North. It was a really difficult um, environment to be in because it, it felt like home. Like every time I fly to Adelaide, it feels like home. So it was that was probably one of the trickiest ones. Now we did end up playing them in the semi final. We played Adelaide, but it was on at Icon Park in in Melbourne. So it was a bit different. It was a bit more North Melbourne. It was a bit more Melbourne. So it's like it didn't feel as hard. But that game definitely was was a real tricky one on on the heartstrings because it just like. I literally couldn't even walk around the stadium. I, I think I, I was trying to meet someone at the other side of the stadium um, at halftime. And I think I got stopped by maybe 10 or 12 people because of the connections that I've built up in Adelaide over the past five years. You just couldn't get across because like people just knew me and you kind of forget that you, you know, you build up these networks when you're, when you're in a place. And I didn't have that yet in Melbourne because it was so fresh there. But yeah, it was, it's tough changing clubs, especially when you're used to loyalty um, being an Irish player because like you play for your county you play for your club and it's where you're from and you kind of mm. stick to that so the change to club was definitely a difficult thing but I'll be forever grateful for them giving me a second chance and, and you know op- like opening up the club to me open arms and you know making it feel like my second home again so yeah it was definitely a, an interesting experience at, at North but definitely one I thoroughly enjoyed and it shows as well the highs and lows in sport. Like you were talking about, you didn't know what was next. You're over in New York. You're playing for Nafine out there. You, d- you didn't know if you'd ever play probably AFLW again and you get the call. And as you said, it was hard to to leave Adelaide in the first place. It shows the, the highs and lows in sport. I'm sure that can be difficult as well at times to deal with all of that. Say the low points. Do you ever yeah. have any support in that or have you... I suppose, had experience over the years that you've maybe built up ways of, of dealing with it? Yeah, I suppose that there was a lot of lows with with AFL and I think I think we hit it quite well with the sunshine and the coffees and the, the Instagram and everything like that. I think we <laughs> yeah. did a good job of making it look like the dream, which it was, like, don't get me wrong. It, it is an absolute dream to that be your job. But um, there's, you know, with anything, there's there's super highs and then there's, there's super lows. And I think the thing with the Irish players 
over um, playing is that you don't have that network. Uh, like you don't have your family, you don't have your friends, you have your teammates, but you don't want to always be relying on them like all the time um, for extra support when you're already seeing them four or five times a week. Um, and sometimes you just need to get away from the club and from football because that's the thing that's kind of driving you a bit mad or that's what's giving you the lows. Um, so I actually don't know, like I I have had to cope with things quite a lot on my own since moving over to Australia. And I think that's been like a really good like learning curve for me and like even developing me as a person and then coping with different, you know, adversities that come my way between injury and not being selected, the pressures of sport, the missing home, the the relationship stuff, the whatever stuff that ends up, you know, causing you issues in life and gives you your your troubles. But I think yeah, I think I've just managed to to find ways to like cope on my own and, and figure out problems myself even though like I've always had the support of my family but like it's just not the same over FaceTime or over text or over over WhatsApp or whatever like you just sometimes you just need to sit in a room with someone that you're close with and just say nothing for a few hours and then you feel better after but I guess those are the kind of things you missed out on being, ab- being abroad when you're playing sport but um, it's definitely made me a stronger person and like it's you know built resilience like throughout my entire career like it's never been a straightforward easy path to the to the way up but um, I think it, it'll like stand to me f- for whatever next is to come in my life and it's it's definitely I'm not the same person I was when I went out to Adelaide absolutely not knowing a thing about Australia or, or even I didn't even know where Adelaide was in map. I didn't even know South Australia existed so I mean I've I've learned a lot about myself and um and I've definitely grown a bit more as a person and definitely a changed person and I can see that when I come back to Clare and when I come back to the west of Ireland I just find it a massive culture shock to come home again mm-hmm. so it's um yeah like I've definitely grown as a person so I think just yeah I don't know if I have any major coping strategies with the highs and lows of sport but I think it just helps you build resilience and helps you kind of motivate you to keep working hard and keep going even through the tough times that is it and after six seasons then in the AFLW you decided to retire why did you feel that the time was right now is there ever a right time I I don't know it's a, it's it's a tough one for sport because you kind of never really know when when is the right time because sometimes you can feel good sometimes it can be body related sometimes you know, you just feel like your time is up. But I think with AFL, I've kind of, for me, I've kind of achieved as much as I think I'm probably going to achieve for now in, in that sport, in the sense that I was extremely lucky with Adelaide um, playing in three grand finals and winning two. And then with North, like been part of that and getting to grand final with, with that team as well. So like I've, in six seasons, I've been part of four grand finals. So I mean, it doesn't Crazy. get too much better than that in as a as a player. So I think with North giving me that other opportunity to to come back and play and just kind of it just felt right to kind of finish it off. Even though like body wasn't pretty good, I know I had another I had another hamstring injury, which was which is a bit of a killer. But um, like body wise, I'm, I'm still pretty good and I'm still pretty fit and healthy. And but I think with a sport like that and with the mileage that I've done between playing football and camogie for Clare since I was 16 and, you know, playing dual sports my entire life, I think you kind of have to give your body a bit of a break at times. Um, 
so it's definitely not an easy decision. Um, it was kind of just a mix of everything, like a few little extra niggles that I've been picking up and just knowing that um, how long more I had left in in the AFL when I hadn't really played much football in two seasons was kind of another thing, kind of another factor that I was kind of aware of that would make things a bit harder to to keep getting contracts if I wasn't playing enough games. So I think it was just time and wise it felt relatively okay, even though now I'm like, what am I supposed to do with my life? <laughs> but yeah, it just, it kind of felt like the right moment to do it, I think for me. And yeah, it, it's been a hell of a ride for six seasons. It really has. It's been incredible. And one of the great things uh, about getting home, obviously you get to spend a lot more time with your family and you've mentioned your sister, Emer. You know, she's obviously well known for, for playing for Ireland in rugby. What was it like growing up together? We always played together. Um, there's only a year between us. Some people might think that's bad because she has her life together so much in comparison to me. <laughs> but um, always only a year age gap. So we pretty much played in like under 12, 14, 16 minor all, all the way up along and even for club. Um it was actually really funny because she was terrible at sports when she was a kid. Like she was, she, I always loved playing sports outside her own and my brother would play with me when I was younger and then she eventually got into it. But um, initially, if you threw a ball at her, she'd, it would either hit her in the face or she'd just put her arms up to like avoid hitting her face. <laughs> so she, it, it was really funny. Eventually she, she got good. Um, but she was a superstar, like always from like then once she did develop the skills of the game, like she was a superstar and I always looked up to her. She was always like, everyone used to talk about her, how good she was. And she was, and I probably didn't make the teams when we were playing together. So I was always watching her from the sidelines. Like I was there, tagged, ready to go. But for Claire and stuff, she was always the one that was playing. And I, she was just always someone that I looked up to. She was always my inspiration. Um, which was really, really nice to have because like we're talking, she's we're two very different personalities. She's very much a girly girl and then very much a sporty girl. So it was really funny growing up that how different we were. But it just, those differences kind of brought us together and sport brought us together more. So like we're super close and she's, you know, she's overachieved in everything that she, she puts her mind to, whether that's school, study, um, sport, teaching, whatever she does, she just does it so so well and she's just yeah always been someone I've talked to that's so crazy that you said she was like afraid of the ball and then you see her playing with Ireland <laughs> and she's like this warrior I know playing rugby <laughs> <laughs> super competitive but yeah. yeah she was she was not good as a, as a child and <laughs> she but, will admit that herself oh well it's it's just a message for young people that you know if things aren't happen for you maybe it's in primary school and secondary school even you know that it's it still can um, I saw as well that she had a little boy last year and then she was back playing like she three did. months after having him, which is just incredible. Yeah, crazy. She she did so well to come back um, so so quickly after having him. He's actually won on the 27th of, of January, so very shortly, a year old. So um, yeah, she she was just so determined to come back. She didn't, she didn't want it to be like the end of her career, just having a baby and, and that's it. She wanted to... I guess prove a point for for all females out there that if you have a baby, you can still play, you know, elite level sport and at, at a really high level. And she wanted to do that, and she came back really strong. And she played, and she came back from Munster, um, and she played some club football as well for for Kilmahon. But um, unfortunately, she did end up doing her ACL, 
Um, I think it was in August, but she's had her surgery in October. So she's currently rehabbing that, but knowing her and her determination, she'll be back in elite level sport, whatever that may be, if that's football, rugby, whatever. But she, she'll definitely be back because she's rehabbing away now and she's just determined to prove a point that, you know, she kind of wants to finish on her own terms too. And I get that. I, I really do get that. Um, so I think she's going to rehab as best she can and see see what happens after that. Oh, amazing. Well, we wish her all the best. We hope to see her back out there soon. That's for sure. And I'll bring you back then to playing for, for Claire in football and Camogie. Obviously really successful there as well. Do you think that we might see you in a Claire jersey again, Eilish? It's not a no. Um, at the moment, I look, at the moment, I'm taking a little bit of a break just to try and figure out what's next with my life because it's been six years of floating over and back between Adelaide, New York, home, Melbourne, New York. So it's kind of just been a bit of a a whirlwind couple of years. So I'm trying to figure out what's next life-wise, career-wise, sport-wise and travel-wise. So it's not a no. Yeah, it's it's certainly a thinking process at the moment and it's it's definitely an option. But I just have a few more things to kind of think through before I fully commit because once I'm in, I'm in. That's it. Amazing. You mentioned New York there. You played with Nafina. Um, I would have played with Calvin. Yeah, out there. Oh, rivals. Yeah. <laughs> rivals. <laughs> you said Major it. rivals. Yeah. But that's, it's incredible to have those experiences. Like that's something I'd never forget. And I'm sure it's, it's the same for you to play out in Gaelic Park. Yeah, it was. And it, you know what? It, 2018 was my first time playing out there and myself and Emer went out to Nafina and played. And I was kind of, I was playing with Claire at the time and I played the league and I was kind of just, I played, I think, consistently for, I think, 10 seasons with Claire. And I kind of lost the love of football a little bit, if I'm being honest. And it kind of just hit me. And I decided to go out for the summer and play. And it honestly gave me the love of football back because just the fun that you have out there, it's just, and there's so little pressure, but like you want to win, obviously. So people are, and the standard is so good out there too. So like you're playing really good games and you're just like a really important player and they really take care of you when you're a summer player because they, they want you to play well and they want you to do well. So they just wrap you around their arms and they take you in as part of the family. And I, you know yourself what it's like then on game day and after the games, you, you end up going back up to Yonkers, up to McLean Avenue and you're in Neds or Clarks or wherever is the closest one or wherever you end up and it's just the camaraderie that comes with it as well it's just it's such a nice thing because football is so serious here and like I mean as it should be it's it's a pretty high level so I suppose it, it's part of it but it just gave me the love of the game back again because you were, you were playing you were having fun you were enjoying it there was so little pressure and then you were just in like you were in everyone's company then after the game which is really nice and we won which also helped I mean <laughs> when you win when you win a championship in New York it also makes it a bit easier to enjoy the time there and then I was lucky enough to go back then just the summer gone and play in the FINA again now we, we weren't as successful this time around but it was just lovely to get back into playing football again having not played it in so long and really just like enjoy the travel aspect of being in New York and and everything that goes with it. So, yeah, I was lucky enough to have two seasons there. I mean, I won't say it's my last because I can never say that. I can always go back out to New York for summer at some stage. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was it's a great experience to do. And I, I like I highly would recommend it to anyone that plays football to just experience it at least once in their life because it's something you can never regret. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something really special about the GA 
they can go to somewhere like New York and join a team and, you know, have all these experiences. It's definitely something as well that I'd, I'd recommend. But this weekend, anyway, it sees the return of the, the little LGFA National Leagues. The big one to kick it off, Kerry in Dublin. That's on Saturday at 5.15. That's a repeat, of course, of last year's All-Ireland Final. You have me, they travel to Mayo on Sunday at 2pm. Armagh taking Waterford at home. Then your own Clare, they play Wexford. Uh, but those games are at 1pm on Sunday. So there's loads to look forward to. You know, it's exciting, I suppose, the championship now, Elish, that in recent years, it's just, it's wide open. And it's it's hard to call who's going to win because there's so many teams that are in the mix. Yeah, it is. And like, you couldn't call it not like, especially at this time of year and like different teams peak in, in league and stuff as well. But it, it's so hard to call. Like obviously Dublin off the back of winning last year are probably going in as a little bit of favourites. But like Kerry are chomping at a bit like they're, they're a really, really good side and they've, they have a couple of players back again in, in the squad. And I think Armagh are probably dark horses for this season as well. I think people will see a, a different style to Armagh this year. I think they'll really come good. Uh, for championship but yeah it's it's so wide open like it's so hard to call and obviously me they're going to be there thereabouts and you can never write off a court team either mm-hmm. so like it's in the senior level and division one like it's 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 going to be so competitive which I mean it's great for the game and it's it's great for for so many teams to be involved and, and competitive even at this time of year so um, yeah it'll be an interesting championship and um, and league and obviously for Clare They've obviously got the hurt of losing the All-Ireland last year to, to Kildare, which, I mean, I know it wasn't part of last year's one, but the the last All-Ireland we got to was Kildare again by a point. So, I mean, it's it's a lot to take on and it's something that, you know, can really help you for the next season to kind of push on and try and get to the next and break that barrier and get to the All-Ireland because it's been a while now since Clare have won All-Ireland and, and have played in senior level. So um, the league will be a good kickoff for that in, in Division 3 like they're probably expecting and looking to win the National League in Division 3. Um, so, I mean, that would be a good stepping stone for them to start off their championship for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And from when you went over to play AFLW to now, have you seen a big change in the LGFA? I see, yeah, there's definitely been a change. Like the You can see that the conditioning level of the girls is, has got you know, so much more professional and it's got better and the setups seem to be a whole lot better than what they were when I left too. Um, from the outside looking in, I mean, I can't judge fully from um, yeah. from the outside, but it does, it definitely looks like a, a more professional body um, all around, which I mean, is no harm because obviously it needs to take steps in that direction and has, still has a long way to go um, in that regards, but it looks like it's going in the right direction, which is good. <laughs> And the standard of of theirs um, is, is through the roof, and like, I mean, people now might be a little bit disappointed with players leaving to go to the AFL, and with so many now, I think there's 33 listed at the moment or 34. Um, but like, it's such a great sign of what the LGFA are producing. Like, you're producing ready-made athletes for an elite sport in another country. So that that tells you all you need to know about a sport, about an amateur sport in a country that, you know, you're obviously doing things well and doing things right and we're producing really, really good players. So the standard of, of everything, like this, the skills wise and, and, you know, the conditioning has just, has jumped so, so much. I don't know if I'll ever catch up, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Ailish, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And you never know, we might see you back out in a, a Claire jersey in months to come. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Off the ball, daily.